Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode. And last week I did part one of the Scarlet Thread. Well, this week it is part two. So last week I shared how the shameful wounds from our past can cause us to feel unqualified from how any kind of relate we can have any kind of relationship with God. But he's not looking for perfectionism. He's looking for obedience and total dependence on him so we can live out in the victory and the freedom that he died for. And I talked about Rahab, a prostitute in the Old Testament, whom God selected to play a pivotal role in the story of how Joshua conquered the city of Jericho. And this scarlet woman, Rahab, was led to the scarlet thread and it propelled her future It propelled her into a changed life and it changed her life forever. So this week, we're going to move from the Old Testament and we're going to move into the New Testament and pick up the scarlet thread in Mark chapter 5. Now the heading Bible scholars have used in this text is dead girl and a sick woman. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's uh, not very um, flattering. However, the writer Mark he is actually joining these two women together by a common thread. And each story is actually about the uncleanliness of them. But it goes to a deeper level because each miracle that the, the dead girl and the sick woman receive, it's actually about a person recognising the power Jesus had when they chose to follow the scarlet thread. And we'll pick it up in Mark chapter 5, verses 21 to 24. It says, when Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus came there. Seeing Jesus, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him. My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. Now Jairus was an important, prominent member of the Palestine community and his daughter was 12 years old, but she was dying. Jairus was desperate, desperate for a miracle. Not only was he lamenting over the loss of his beloved daughter, but he was also grieved by the fact his daughter was going to die unmarried with no social status or standing within the community. And In that time, in that culture, it was deemed a tremendous tragedy for the whole family. And Jairus clearly felt this when he approached Jesus. Because he was one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus would have known the laws of the ancient scrolls, inside out and upside down. In Numbers chapter 19, verses 11 to 12, it says, Whoever touches a dead body of anyone will be unclean for seven days. He must purify himself with the water on the third day and on the seventh day, then he will be clean. 
That was the law in the Old Testament. And for Jairus, this prominent man, to fall at the feet of Jesus meant he he was desperate, but he was a humble man who realised Jesus had much greater status than himself, much greater power than the Old Testament laws, and he'd lived them all his life. But he knew Jesus had far more influence than the rulers of the synagogue. He And Jairus, he'd actually found the scarlet thread that could lead his daughter along the path towards her victory and her freedom. And then, by chance, a coincidence happened. Now, we all know that there's no coincidences when it comes to Bible stories. Um, not when it comes to Jesus doing his miracles. And on the way to seeing the unclean corpse, as the laws put it, Jesus encounters another woman who is unclean and she touches the threads of his robe, hoping for a miracle. And we'll pick up her story in verses 24 to 29. It says, A large crowd followed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. And when she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd, touched his cloak, because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. And immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she'd been freed from her suffering. Again, the laws surrounding uncleanliness and impurity for a woman meant she was not permitted to touch anyone. Otherwise, they will become ceremonially unclean because that law is found in Leviticus fifteen nineteen to 20. It says, when a woman has a regular flow of blood, the impurity of her monthly period will last seven days and anyone who touches her will be unclean till evening. Anything she lies on during her period will be unclean and anything she sits on will be unclean. However, this woman's faith took hold of the scarlet thread which led her along the path toward her victory and her freedom. Two unclean women one dying in a bed and the other dying of embarrassment. Both desperately needed to find the scarlet thread that would change their lives forever. And in verses 30 to 36, it says, At once Jesus realised that power had gone out of him. And he turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And while Jesus was still speaking, some men came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? And ignoring what they said, Jesus told the synagogue ruler, Don't be afraid, just believe. You know, the scarlet thread that runs between the two stories of Jairus' daughter and the woman with the issue of blood is, is one to be noted because there's a lot of parallels. First of all, the daughter was 12 years old. How many years had the woman suffered? 12. 
Jairus and the woman with the issue, they both fell at Jesus' feet. That's what it says in both the texts. They fell at his feet. And Jairus was a synagogue ruler. He had enforced the laws surrounding uncleanliness, whereas the woman was the one who had suffered under those laws. And Jairus and the woman, they, you could tell they both felt afraid and, and fearful of what was going to happen. And then another parallel is Jairus and the woman had enough faith. They found the scarlet thread and they were believing for a miracle. And then the dying girl, Jairus's daughter, and the suffering woman, Jesus called her daughter too. They were both called daughters. Isn't it amazing? You know, Jesus was on the road to Golgotha in both of these miracles. But even though the crucifixion hadn't taken place yet, Jesus was actually revealing the scarlet thread. The scarlet thread that represented his shred blood. The scarlet thread of redemption flowing from his veins would lead people on a path towards their victory and their freedom. And the scarlet thread that changed lives and is still changing lives. And the scarlet thread that has the capability to free people from their suffering and heal all their wounds. So what about you, dear friend? Have you found the scarlet thread that has the power to change everything in your life? Don't be afraid, as Jesus says. Just believe. So if you long for a faith that has the courage to take hold of the scarlet thread and lead you along the path towards your victory and freedom, I have just pray this prayer and pray it from your heart. Just say, Jesus, I want to follow your scarlet thread. I want to follow it that leads me towards the victory and the freedom and the healing that is found in you. Restore me, cleanse me, set me free from the wounds of my past. Please guide me in every step along the path towards the scarlet thread. Because it's your blood, Jesus, your sacrifice that was shed for my salvation and redemption and has dealt with every one of my issues. And now, to walk in that victory and freedom, I will no longer be afraid. I will simply believe. Amen. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.